Welcome back to the lab. It's Ryan Williams. Before we jump into this episode, I want to express my sincere gratitude for you downloading this podcast. And in return, I'd like to offer you a action and lesson guidebook for how to launch your idea, build a community around it, and thrive with a business in the digital economy. It's based on my influencer economy framework to launch, collaborate, and thrive in the modern day. Go to influencereconomy.com, my website, sign up for my email list. I'll give you the free guidebook. It's 100 Actions and Lessons. If you're launching a side business, have a big idea you want to execute off of, you have a side hustle, or even your own startup, please go to my website, influencereconomy.com for more info. Thank you so much. Episode 106 this week. Welcome, everyone, to the show. It's Ryan Williams here. And Serene Wu was also in episode 105. This is a two-part episode. This episode is all about her depression and overcoming, in a courageous way, her own personal anxieties and how she built her community in an authentic way to help her heal through depression. It's a very personal episode. These types of shows, I think, separate this podcast from a lot of others, so I'm very proud of them. Episode 105 previously with Serene is all about her YouTube career. She's incredibly successful with Dress Yourself Happy, uh, a YouTube channel with over 200,000 subscribers, and she's a full-time beauty vlogger revolutionizing the business of online beauty and fashion. So go to that episode if you want to hear the previous story about her background. And without further ado, here's her story about dealing with depression. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Lab. This is Ryan Williams. So happy you are here this week. Serene Wu is my guest a YouTuber extraordinaire, oh. a podcaster, and someone who is really uh, well-respected in the YouTube beauty blogging community. Oh, thank you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. We were on a panel together recently where we spoke. It was an influencer summit, and I loved your answer to the question. So uh, just it was an influencer summit. We're trying to help people in the crowd become more influential in their business. So Serene... They asked Serene how she got into the world of YouTube creating. And within the first five seconds, you talked about being depressed. Was it that quick? Um, was it the first two minutes? Uh, no. I, okay. It was, your, it was your answer. And I was like, wow, most people give canned responses at these types of events. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I just love what I do. And you're like, no, actually, I went through a really tough time. Yeah, I went through a really tough time. YouTube essentially saved my life. I found the community. And then uh, by finding the community, I wanted to be more active in it. Um, and I just randomly put up a video. It kind of snowballed from there, but the YouTube community, the specifically the beauty YouTube community, um, helped me kind of pick myself up, helped me feel better about myself to go out and start living my life. Cause all the therapy I was doing, it was kind of just this constant circling and it just wasn't helping. And I, I refused to be medicated at the time. I still am. I'm, I've never taken anything for my depression. Um, so I, you know, I wouldn't let them pop a pill for the problem and I wasn't really fixing it at the time. I was really lost, really depressed and YouTube saved my life and it continues to even as much as like my mom had a stroke last year and what would have easily sent me into a very bad down world, downhill spiral, um, the community once again surprised me in such a tremendous way by offering their uh, not advice but their stories and their experiences of what I was going through and again saved my life 
So when people get depressed, oftentimes they go into a shell of themselves and they, they kind of overanalyze themselves to some degree. They're very self-critical. They withdraw mm -hmm. from other people. Mm -hmm. What you did was remarkable. You started creating videos. You started communicating through people's other channels and commenting on beauty blog videos. And so that's like the opposite of really what people do when they're depressed. So why did the online community of YouTube really bring out a connection to make you less depressed? I think the fact that it was a bunch of strangers, um, and we talked about this on my podcast with you, is that when you tell people in your life that you're depressed, they, for me, attribute it to me being dramatic. Um, Which is like an easy way for a woman to be identified, right? Yeah. Like, oh, she's just dramatic. There's nothing wrong with her. But she's that's who she is. And, you know, they are right to some extent that I can be very dramatic, but I also feel things on the extremes. Like, there's everything's an extreme with me. So if I'm happy, I'm, like, the happiest I'll ever be. If I'm sad, it can feel like this is the end. Um, if I'm angry, like, oh, don't be in my line of sight. Like, it, 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 I'm very, very extreme emotionally, and it's just how I feel. And I think that can attribute to my depression and some of the anxieties I feel. And What do you mean? Because um, when you feel things so intensely, I think it kind of contributes to being susceptible to getting depressed. Like, because... So you make, like, s snap quick reactions yeah. to things that, like, aren't necessarily, like thought out yeah you don't, you don't take a deep breath yeah and think what am i about to like say or feel yeah so you're like uh, are you raw emotionally would you say um, i'm really raw i like my wife definitely puts up with a lot i think probably like i don't always filter out the feelings because they're so strong yeah for me yeah and i think that's to your point about a symptom of depression and the cause of it is I'm raw. I don't filter out my feelings. I do like in professional environments or yeah, you know, yeah. like dinner parties or whatever. But when I'm just like in the moment with people that I trust, I just sort of come out and it could be, I could come on hot. Yeah. And then that really does sort of eat up at you over time. Yeah. I mean, it eats up at me. It, like I, I regret actions. Yeah. Maybe I regret it, what it I say. It impacts people. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just... It, I think it's like a, it's just who I am. Um, so people will just say I'm being dramatic or I'm just being me. And that can really discredit what I'm feeling and what I'm saying. And, you know, I grew up in a place where, like, you don't talk about depression. You're not depressed. What do you have to be depressed about? Like, upper middle class, like, I totally agree. Orange County girl. Like, because you're depressed in a way that. You look like your family is great. You do Christmas cards. Yeah. Or on the holidays, you like wear yeah. matching sweaters. Like I have this great moment where my mom and dad and my two brothers and I were wearing khaki pants and um, red polo sweaters matching for our Christmas holiday card. And meanwhile, I'm like punching my brother. He was crying behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. But we had this manicured image that like this is the all-American family. Yeah. So you don't think depression can hit you. And in some ways, it could make it worse because you don't own up to it. That and, like, nobody around you will accept it because that's not acceptable. Yeah. Like, how dare you? Why would you be depressed? Yeah. Like, you have everything. You're not hungry. Like, you have more than everything. Um, so I think that's really hard to and, and growing up with that like you know it, it makes me afraid to tell people what I'm going through and I'm not supposed to put a label on it because that label is wrong 
Um, and I think having YouTube and having this community of people, like not even that I was there to like meet other people that were depressed or going through what I was going through, but it was a different community where we were talking like all these people from different walks of life, different backgrounds, all were excited about this new foundation <laughs> like that you put on or that I put on or that that person put on that I'm watching like every okay let's talk about this for people <laughs> to visualize what you're saying so you're watching a YouTube video of someone and can you just explain to them what the, explain everyone listening what this content is you're watching um and pretend like you're talking to a my dad who's in Des Moines Iowa right now listening to this so in the Midwest uh, if there's a new product or a product that is popular I'll buy it I'll I'll do really close up and show you the product on half my face and then like compare it. So you see me without makeup, you then see me with it on half my face. Then I do it all over, show you what it looks like. I check in throughout the day in different lighting using an ultra HD camera. Um, to show how it's, how it's wearing, how the makeup's progressing throughout the day. Yeah. Like if it's a really hot day, is it holding up? Or if I cried, did it hold up? Um, if I sweat, did it hold up? Well, like, you're, you're dramatic. <laughs> yeah. So you may be I'm, crying. <laughs> I might be crying. There's been times when I was crying and I was like, I'm yelling at my husband. Like you made me cry. And like, <laughs> I'm in the middle of filming my tester Tuesday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, lots of things or like things come up or I ate like a greasy cheeseburger. Did it like get all over my face? Yeah. Um, and, how it wears and I might be having a bad skin day but you know this is real life but part of what makes you unique and I feel like with your niche community which is obviously very large mm -hmm. you have like 77,000 subscribers which is no small feat is that you have that realness to it like you let your guard down mm -hmm. you're very vulnerable which I think is a key to a lot of people succeeding on YouTube or really in any endeavor where you're trying to connect with the community but that depression is a part of it. You know, it's just yeah. not it's just not like you're saying everything's peachy. Yeah. And I think um, what has happened with YouTube in the last few years is that there are these like YouTube celebrities now and everybody's trying to one up each other on quality and content like I don't film with the camera we're currently using normally. I use a DSLR with a detachable lens. I have, so you have a professional lights. camera. Yeah. Um, I have a mic, I have really pretty lighting, I use Final Cut, I, I color correct. Is, it's your job. Yeah, like, it's, it's so professional. It's like producing a commercial every week, five times a week, <laughs> but. Because you do daily, you do five days a week, Monday through Friday. Uh, I do Sunday through Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think we lost a little bit of the realness and the rawness of YouTube the last few years, and I going into YouTube always knew that I never wanted to lose that because for me at the heart of everything is that I hope my videos helped motivate and inspire you. Um, whether it be beauty or just, I hope like I entertained you for the last 15 minutes, even if you hate me, like I well, great. At least you hated me for the last 15 minutes and not yourself. Like I just, I just want people to enjoy the content I put out there, whether it's help helping them make a decision on purchasing a product or that it helped them unwind from their day. Right. Um, it's a form of entertainment. So, and so you're building a community around the, like, are you, would you call yourself a hauler? Cause a hauler, they go to the store, they haul stuff and they put makeup on. And I would say like a beauty reviewer, a beauty reviewer. Yeah. So you're a beauty reviewer. You've built a business around this. And you're real with the audience. You show your blemishes and that you don't always look perfect. Mm -hmm. That your husband makes you cry. <laughs> He's in the room right now. He does. And I look at him differently cry. now. I'm not lying. 
I'm judging you. Rarely does he um, make me cry. You know, I'm going to look at him at arm's length now. <laughs> just don't think I trust him. No, kidding. Um, so then you're building out this brand, which is all based on your personality. Yeah. So you have to be real. And how do you get out of your own way? Like, is it easy just to be yourself? Because you're not just talking to someone. You're talking to a camera and to people online in, like, the internet. Um. Well, I might be talking to a camera, but I actually, as my commu- community has grown, I really do talk to them as I'm filming. Um, it's a little weird in the beginning, which is why if you go back and watch my original videos, you'll be like, oh, wow, this girl doesn't, she's really awkward. Yeah. Um, it's, but as I started communicating within my community, I know what they are expecting from me. I know what they asked me last week and what they were requesting and kind of I start to get a feel of this voice of who they are and there's even specific thumbnails like if you ever come up to me and you're an active commenter I will remember your screen name like I will that's how it works yeah and I will remember your thumbnail if it's actually you like um so it's it's not like you're just some person watching if you're involved in my community if you're involved in my videos that's who I'm talking to when I'm filming um, and so they're just out there and you know, they're there Yeah. and they're not looking at this in real time. So you're not talking to them directly. Yeah. I try to, I tr- I hope I can. I try to answer uh, as many questions in my videos as possible. Thinking how they would want you to respond. Yeah. I, cause I know what questions they're going to ask me if I forget. True. And they're going to remind you. Yeah. So I try to save and myself. Keep you honest. <laughs> and keep you honest. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's like, I really do think of them as my friends, as cheesy as that is. Well, I had this uh, for my book, The Influencer Economy, um, which we have right here. I interviewed a guy named Jim Lauderback, who started this company, Revisionist 3, that was a very early video network, and he's, he works for VidCon right now, and he calls it a friend base, not a fan base. Yeah. So it's more of a friend base and these people are your buddies. Yeah, I kind of get uncomfortable calling them my fans and I get uncomfortable when people refer to them as my fans because they're more to me than that. And I like to call it my community or my viewers. Um, I just I think it's like weird because it's such a it's such a different beast. It's like when I talk about my podcast that they're never fans. No, that's bizarre. I don't want that kind of communication line yeah they're listeners they're community members they could be audience if i'm talking yeah. about it in a certain way um you know i just i don't really like to refer it because they know me they know they me know who you are probably better than some of my family why were members. you willing to open up yeah exactly so why would you tell people <laughs> that you're depressed that you'd never met that because to my point uh, we talked about this on your podcast i do episodes talking about depression and my bouts with it and like being clinically depressed for you know, the better part of my early 20s. And I don't share these stories with my friends that would have no idea I went through this. And how does that come to be? Um, I think, well, my channel name is Dress Yourself Happy. So people were asking me why it was called that. And I wrote a blog post like a long time ago kind of explaining what I was going through. And what was that? Just um, just like being completely lost in life, not knowing what I was going to do and also feeling incredibly depressed and just hopeless. And it had nothing to do with like my relationships or my personal life necessarily. Well, it had a lot to do with my family, but, um, it didn't have anything to do with the life I was building on my own. It was like, own. Kinda like how you were raised. You were mm-hmm. like de- coping with some 
parts of your childhood. Yeah, of my childhood and my past that was constantly being thrown at me. And it was something I couldn't really ignore anymore because I was trying to build this new life with my husband. And it's like, I can't build this new life if I don't kind of deal with this thing that I can't deal with because nobody will let me deal with it. And then on top of that, it's like, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? Am I still going to be a professional So you're dealing with all these past at this time you're a professional auditioner <laughs> yeah like acting. Like, yeah you like we're trying to get booked as an actress yeah like and i would book and then i would have to try and find another job and i was just yeah. kind of like what am i gonna do for the rest of my life so you had like a quarter life crisis yeah which you laugh at in a way because you're like how could you only live 20 some years and be bummed or depressed or have a crisis yeah but when stuff catches up with you from your youth you can't hide it no. Something traumatic happened, and it was with your parents. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you, was it your father specifically? Yeah. And so you felt like you needed to, like, mend... Uh, was it like you wanted to mend the relationship with him? Or? No, I didn't even want to mend it. I just wanted to be able to, like, cut it off at this just, point. Like, yeah. But it was like every time I tried to ignore this relationship or this lack of relationship, everybody would be like, well, he has to be invited to your wedding. Like, you can't not invite him. And that's why you got depressed him. after your wedding. Yeah. And I was like, Why? And then, well, okay, so he's being, and it was, it was just this really hard thing because like he is my dad and then he would be kind of like a normal dad for moments, but 99% of the time he wasn't. And I think he has his own issues and probably a lot of it is hereditary, like, which is what I'm dealing with. And I, he himself is suffers from depression i'm i he hasn't been diagnosed i i'm not sure but there's like other things going on and it's just kind of like i can't deal with it because i have to walk on eggshells around him but i can't not deal with it because he's still part of the family and it's like how am i supposed to move on with my life and how am i supposed to start this new life with my husband and build my own family if i can't if i can't discuss it or if i am always forced to have to bow down to something else because like a wedding uh, as, as i'm married like a wedding's like a new beginning in a way you're like yeah. reinventing your life and yeah. you're finally like planning your flag down and saying like this is what i'm doing mm-hmm. and when you have baggage like that you're like it's confusing so you have to invite him to the wedding because there's pressure because he's your dad yeah but there are things about him you're like i d- can't reconcile this yeah and the wedding's not going to help me enjoy my big day yeah it's like it's my day but there's this like dooming cloud over it like waiting for him to explode and And he went to the wedding yeah and of course he exploded and it was just like it was just one of those moments i'm like what why why you knew it was gonna happen yeah and everyone knew it was gonna happen but we still let it happen and i was just kind of like i am done with letting this happen like this can't keep happening this is insanity like i can't do it anymore um and i don't know if it's because my coping mechanisms are different than that of the rest of my family but i could not emotionally do it anymore um so it's just like and trying to like let them understand that and putting up boundaries and just really being like it's done done i'm an adult so you had to cut them off yeah and then what time in your life did you start making youtube videos or did you start you know watching these uh they're not holler videos but like your Uh, beauty beauty videos so this all happened i was like incredibly depressed after my wedding um i was kind of confused as to like 
I still loved acting. I still love acting, but I don't love the business of acting or trying to get a job. So um, I was just trying to figure out who I was, trying to figure out everything and start a new life. And I, so probably for like three to five, three, maybe six months after our wedding, I was depressed. I would not leave the house. Which is the opposite of what you would think would happen after your wedding. And the funny thing is, like, people probably are like, oh, my God, what monster did she marry? But no, it's no, not. No, it's nothing like, to do with the I, marriage. Yeah, it had nothing to do it's with like the you, marriage. A lot of times you, like, bag these feelings up. Yeah. And you just sort of move on. Yeah. And then they don't go away. And then they build, they build, they build. Something like that, a traumatic event. For me, I graduated from college, and I was kind of like, I've been sort of, like, going through the motions the last couple of years, and I've been structured. Mm-hmm. I've had college. I've had high school. I've had my family. Mm-hmm. I'm now about to jump into the career world. W- what the hell is going on here? Like, yeah. Th- I don't know how to cope because I haven't dealt with these deep-seated problems that led me to get extremely, like, depressed yeah. in a way that I'd never understood you could become, like, so hopeless. Yeah. And so for you, it's like the wedding, just this happy moment. That, that's like my family card growing up. Yeah. Like you're when you're gown, you know, yeah. and then you're melting down inside. Yeah. And it was it was it was just time. It was going to happen. And that was kind of like the last straw. So I. W- it's amazing. It took such an extreme circumstance of him going to your wedding to break everything. I don't think it was such an extreme. I think it had a lot to do with like I wasn't. I was taking these smaller steps to not involve him in my life. And then it just, it just exploded. So, um, and it helped. I had a lot of help from my husband. I had a lot of help from mainly him because he was just like, I'm, I'm not letting this happen anymore either. Oh really? Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm the youngest in the family. So it's like, I've always had to have someone to kind of like be on my side for me to take, action like that and when everybody else that normally is on my side isn't I had him and he was even like he put his foot down and it was it he made what I wanted to happen happen and that that finally put an end to it um because I wasn't in a position to like fight anymore I was just I couldn't do anything I was literally laying on the floor of my bathroom with a glass of wine <laughs> like um with my new in-laws in the f- living room waiting for dinner like i couldn't even go have dinner with them right it was just so extreme and yeah like i'm like laying on the floor <laughs> drinking wine cheap wine <laughs> not even good wine so when you getting back to the youtube like kind of career pivot or just you know life pivot what was it that you felt like like it helped you to, to cope and deal with these hard things? Um, they weren't judging me. They, you know, like I, when I shared my story, I was really, really scared. And I would When you do, shared it with on YouTube. Yeah. And I would do like little tidbits. Like I would never. And so kind of walk us through it. Like you're talking into the camera and you're just like in the middle of a makeup tutorial or are you. Yeah. Um, I would talk. Because I did a Q&A. People wanted to know more about me. And that's when I just like, here's the thing. If you ask me a question, I don't sugarcoat You'll things. get the answer. Yeah, you'll get the answer. Um, I like to live my life that way, like full trend. So you are. Yeah. So, but Which is a strength in a way. 
<laughs> to a fault or, maybe or it, could, or it could be polarizing in the yeah. opposite direction um i'm like if you asked a question you wanted to know so here it You're is getting it yeah um so i i did like a q a i think is when i slowly started talking about it and then people were asking or people read the blog post because what was the post on um about why dress yourself happy came about and you told that story about the wedding and I didn't tell the story about the wedding. I was very, very discreet. I actually haven't told the story about the wedding. So you're actually probably the first time it's been out. Um, I've always been very vague about details of what was going on. Um, and then I would, but I think the important thing was the emotional stuff I so was doing. You told people with. that you were going through a depression. Yeah. And, and this is before you made videos or? This was during while I was making videos. I also made this blog post and people who read the blog post really took to it. Even kind of some of the friends in my life that might not have who thought maybe I was just being like weird. They read the they, blog you, post. They realized you're going through something. Yeah. And they were even like, hey, are you OK? So is that therapeutic? It was very therapeutic for me. And I think I've always been a very like I have always needed an outlet to just like express. You, do you recommend people? do something like that where they maybe they don't need their whole story shared but if they can't articulate it verbally to people that maybe writing something and writing it music um art whatever it is that is going to be that outlet like i grew up as a dancer i was a dancer and then i was an actor and that you know so even though i love the art of dancing and acting it's always been about expression so while i wasn't able to express my anger or what i was feeling uh, growing up in the house the dance studio was where I did it. Um, and growing up, a lot of my dance teachers, like in the beginning when I was just taking regular class, they were kind of shocked how I took to performing because I was able to express my emotions. And that was my strength. I wasn't the best dancer by any means. I wasn't built to be a dancer. So the and they were always like, wow, Serene, you're so expressive because I was so forced to hide my feelings on a daily basis and hide like what I was dealing with but because I had that freedom to take choreography and go with the music um that was what kind of probably made me as normal as I am now I'm not normal but like as balanced as I can balance be is a good yeah word. I like it um because no one's really that normal anymore no but I think if it's you're making videos or I'm doing a podcast <laughs> like there's definitely like n more normal ways to go about finding your way in life or making a career for yourself yeah or taking a risk yeah to go all in on something that you don't even know the end game yeah if it's gonna work yeah so i think that's what really is blogging or youtube it was just finding that next platform where i was able to express what i was feeling because as an actor like that was kind of causing the problem too now so were you worried about a backlash potentially like you wrote the blog post and got good feedback but revealing depression even if it's in smaller doses on your videos is still risky oh i'm constantly worried about it i'm always worried about what someone's gonna think what someone's gonna say or someone's gonna like say well you should have been medicated or you don't even go to therapy anymore how dare you talk about it i'm constantly worried about how that. do you talk about it um I have I don't talk about too much on my channel daily, but every so often I'll let them know. Like I just try to be as honest and forthright as possible. Like I can only tell you what I'm feeling and saying right now. And there's, you know, when my mom had her stroke, I 
gave it a couple videos and then I, I just said, I need to talk to you guys and this is what's going on. And I detailed everything and it was very therapeutic for me, but I also wanted to make sure my community knew why I was maybe not myself. Um, and maybe why I won't be responding to comments or why I won't you're be. checking out for a little bit. Yeah. You're not going to be as available. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, then your community knows you better. Yeah. So they knew me better. They were able a lot of them were able to relate to me a lot more. Like surprisingly, a lot of people's parents have had strokes or have passed away when people when they're young. And it broke my heart, but also helped. Um, and you're typically doing happy videos about wearing new makeup, yeah, making like, recommendations. Yeah, and I and I do hope my videos help you feel happy, but I am not going to lie and tell you I'm happy right now yeah, if I'm not. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so that's how it comes about in my videos. Like, I'll tell you, like, hey, shit sucks right now. But, like, part of being happy also is, like, maintaining yourself yeah. and being, like, undepressed. Like, we talked about making up the word undepressed Mm -hmm. and how you create something that's not um i don't know it's not intrinsic to think that you need to maintain like we talk about get like we did your podcast and then we took a break we both checked our phones i know right that's insane that's That's so unhealthy that like we stopped working and went right to work Mm -hmm. and then went ran to the bathroom then came back and recorded this podcast (laughs) yeah like we're going non-stop but we believe in it and we're passionate about sometimes our passions also drive us crazy yeah i mean like a few weeks ago our schedule is insane we were out of the house by six like or i was up at six out of the house because traffic and then we didn't get home till like nine or ten and then we had to edit afterwards or um or i had to edit and uh my husband had to like do his job that pays the bills so it's like yeah what is that like that your husband's willing to take this risk with you and you're revealing like that you're depressed And then you do these, I mean, this is like such a modern way to go about building a community only because that's who you are and you don't have to hide who you are and that people actually embrace you more, the more that they, they don't need to know everything, but enough that you're transparent. Mm -hmm. That's like bewildering to think about that. I don't try to think too much about this trust that you can engender by just being yourself and being your personality and letting people in yeah i think the more i share and the more responsive my community is and the more i see how it's helped other people that it makes me want to share more it's like i it's like building a friendship like the more you take to me the more i'm willing to be myself and be more open and i thank my community for that and of course you're gonna get a couple haters or a couple people that don't take to it but the good outweighs the bad and when I get an email or a comment saying like I had a crap day but your video just completely helped me or hey it's thanks for sharing your story because my I'm going through this or my mom had a stroke or I had a stroke like this is what my I can't believe this is what my daughter's going through thank you you know like those things make it worth it and if I can have if I can help one person by sharing my story to let them know that they're not alone because I needed that when I was at my worst, then I'll take the crap. I'll take the other crap. It's worth it. Yeah. And so then if you can, you know, in in closing, I guess, try to, like, just generally speaking, you've been through depression. You joined some communities online. It helped you get through it. You then started creating videos. And now you're, like, you know, giving back to other people and Mm -hmm. saying it's okay. 
Like, what, what do you say to people that email you and say, you know, I'm going through a bout of depression. Like, just do you, how do you – how did you get through it that you can reflect on it now? I don't try to give advice yeah. at all. I don't think – I don't think I'm in a position to be giving advice about that. I – tried to let them know like I thank them for reaching out I wish them I I'm like I hope I really wish you the best I hope this passes fast um but remember like so you don't want to be you don't want to be in the advice game because it's not your position I don't think I am qualified yeah that makes sense and I hate when friends like the worst thing because I try to put myself in their position the worst thing a friend can do when a friend comes to you and says I'm depressed is to be like, well, did you know that if you did this, this, <laughs> right, and this, right. you wouldn't be depressed or that's not really depression. Yeah. yeah. You're just sad. You're just, uh, what was the word they called you? Dra- dramatic. Dramatic. You're just dramatic. Or what do you have to be depressed about? Look at all these great things you have. And you're yeah. like, I'm going to put it, in per- it. into perspective. <laughs> Thank you for making this funny again. That got <laughs> a little too serious. Yeah. And I'm just, and, and it's lighthearted and this is really what it's all about. Yeah. It's like not sweating the small stuff. To make you enjoy everything. Yeah. And have a good time. And, and look, I still sweat the small stuff. And here's the thing. It's like, I can be depressed and still crack a joke. Like, yeah. people in my life might not know totally. I'm depressed. You're you're a stand-up comedian. I didn't even know you as depressed. You didn't know me as depressed. Yeah. We were on this panel together. Yeah. You just mentioned it as one thing. It's not 100% of what you do. You talk about beauty products. Yeah. Maybe like 10% of the time you talk about depression. Probably not even that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I think... It's important to know who you're watching. Awesome. This has been a great two-part interview. Yeah. Where do we find you on the internet? You can search me, Serene Wu, S-E-R-E-I-N-W-U. That should pop you to all of my things. But my channel is called Dress Yourself Happy. And my podcast, which Ryan was a guest on, is called Behind the Beauty. Behind the Beauty, Dress Yourself Happy, Serene Wu. She would be going places. So oh. We're going to listen to this episode in a couple years and be like, oh, wow. I heard her on that podcast before <laughs> she got amazingly well-known and successful, even though you already are. Oh, thank you. Cool. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. A big thanks to Serene Wu for coming on. Uh, make sure you check her out at Dress Yourself Happy for her YouTube channel and her podcast, which is Behind the Beauty. I was a guest on that in the past remarkable, courageous, inspiring story that she shared with us. So I'm really grateful she came on. Um, finally, if you want to you know, help me out, subscribe to the podcast and leave an iTunes review. It's super helpful to get podcast reviews and subscriptions to drive awareness. If you'd like to uh, sign up for my email list at influencereconomy.com, I, I hate um, mentioning promotional stuff after that inspiring episode, but I got I to gotta keep the lights on here. So I'll, I'll give you my free action workbook for launching an idea, collaborating with influencers and thriving in the digital age, go to influencereconomy.com and I'll give you the free workbook. It's 100 Lessons and Actions from my Influencer Economy book. Thank you so much. That was a great episode to unpack. And without further ado, uh, I'm going to quote my old buddy Larry King. I'm heading over to Duke Zebert for some chicken in the pot. (laughs) 